Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Oh, let's do it live on a Monday edition. Merely Bo, the great Z. Welcome into the undisclosed location. How you living, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm happy to say that the location remains undisclosed, much to the chagrin of, of the official Nana of the show. But that's she what wants it disclosed. Yeah, I said then it won't be. Dis- then it w- I don't think that's a good idea. Then it won't anybody. be undisclosed. No, no, undisclosed means mystery. Undisclosed. She did even posit at one point. She posited that this was a fake fireplace that we've set up, and she thinks we could be because we. She surmised that we were in a shed because we were talking about how. It was dark and dim, and then the lights. Yeah, she's like, maybe we're in a shed with a fake fireplace set up. I said, a what? Well, now, to be fair, like, let's just pull the onion on this a little bit. Pull a layer off. Sure. You, She is your mother. You could just tell her where we are. Yeah, no way. Undisclosed is undisclosed. I think that's delicious. I, I had friends all weekend that were like, you want to? No. Give How me. about a No. Give me. There isn't one person that knows. I've tried to give life. it away a couple times last week. You did. <laughs> you gave hints. No, no, no. She was, she was on the yep. fence. Yep, I tried. She was I on tried. that. She was Can't on have that. it. Can't be doing that, Gibby. Nope. Gibby, how tempted are you to, when we pack up shop in the afternoon, to just have have a few folks over? Let, let, let what's natural Who's happen? to say he has what's, what's in the fridge? Well, you weren't here Friday. <laughs> That's true. Who's I, sure had a very, I had a very, very productive day on Friday. It, right. was, it was nice. Well, that I, could, and, why, how's that not and, productive? And I was and I was out the door by three thirty. Wonderful. Back a, home by four. What a, a weekend of day. Yeah, I, I had to finish putting together segments, so I mean it wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but we we had a very, it was a very fine show on Friday. It actually it was. was. I yeah, actually was. got compliments on Friday's show. I was like, tell me about it. Where um, <laughs> let me ask you guys this. Do you think that? Because we are that because we are so starved for good weather, we appreciate it more than the people who have it all the time. Yes. Maybe, but so what? I'd rather not be of appreciative course. of it because it's yeah. so normal and mundane. For me, like Saturday, when we get done with the, the lacrosse in the midday, we were all done by 4 o'clock, I was home. And I'm sitting out poolside, boys are frolicking, sun, and I'm just going – How's it get better than this, man? See, we didn't. I didn't have sun. We had sun all day. We did not. I, no, played I, in, I, well, I played in overcast right. conditions all day. I played golf. You were overcast all day Saturday. All day Sunday was overcast for us. I, we played our. We had our first foursome with the boys. We had that on uh, on Sunday. Uh, me and Bootsy versus. Uh, did you make a hole in one? Huh? Actually, two. Bootsy did have a twelve footer. First hole always sets the tone. Uh, 
we play best ball. Bootsy rolled in a 12-footer to win the hole. I don't even know if he was aware necessarily of what he is or if it's just so cool that he was un completely nonplussed by it. Just eh, that's no what big I deal. Just rolled it in. Crushed him. Bottoms. Yep. We were overcast Sunday, but Saturday was we, pristine. Saturday I shouldn't was say great that. in upstate New York. I can Saturday, the first – I want to say the first four or five hours of the day was okay. By midday uh, – I would say four holes in, it was overcast the rest of the time. No rain, though, right? No, yeah, no yeah. rain. Just gray. Yeah, okay. and it was supposed to rain yesterday. Never rained. Just sprinkled a little, but not much. No. I'll tell you, it was humid. Yeah. By the way, i got to give a shout-out to uh, Miss Kay's sister, Classic Loin, who is now Dr. Classic Loin, Dr. of Physical Therapy. That's why we were in upstate New York. Burying the lead a little bit right now. Wait, what? wait. Her nickname what? is Classic Loin? Loin? Classic Loin. No, her name – she has – her family, they have a billion nicknames. They're Bean – Loin. <laughs> Her name's Lauren, so I think like when they, maybe somebody was little, oh, they couldn't they say Lauren, so they said Loin. Loin. Yeah. So Loin. And then Classic is, I don't know. I don't know if I threw that in there or not. It feels like your move. Classic Loin. Whenever she I like it. Classic Loin. So now she's Dr. Classic. Wow, that's nice. Good job at her. Yeah, congratulations yeah. on all your Congrats. successes. Yeah, it's good. So we had a fun, uh, a fun weekend up there. Great weather Saturday on the Finger Lakes. And then uh, yesterday... Got a little overcast, a little bit of rain in the afternoon, but we had a great time. We had a Euchre tournament that was set up, 12 people. You rotated partners every hand, and we had three different tables going. That was pretty – that was awesome. Uh, we did this cool Kentucky Derby game on Saturday, which was a lot of fun. And then uh, yeah, we had graduation, and it was great. And then I got up bright and early this morning. Miss K zoomed, home. zoomed through three states. New yeah, York, you do. You get that Ohio. little bit of PA, don't yeah, you? A little bit of PA through Erie, the great Erie PA. There you go. Well, uh, will there be a, a ticket? Well, it was no. there nothing. She, you sure you weren't caught on a camera or anything? I was. I was passaging. Oh, she does. She gets a little carsick, Miss Kay, so she likes to drive on road trips. And I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Do you have? Are there uh, strategically located superchargers or th- was? Is no, we took her car. Took her. So we don't. Yeah, don't, don't have to deal with it. There is one in Erie Pa, though. Right there, where we went when we went to Niagara, many low those many years ago, we stopped at that one in uh, in Erie. But yeah, it's been a it's been a great week and great time. By the way, on the way to the graduation, Classic Loin was riding with her in laws. Okay, dear, Kablamo, front of the car. Really. She almost didn't make it to graduation. Almost didn't make it. Well, the, the car deer, she was driving in. She was passenging it. it yeah. Out of nowhere, like it zoomed out well, of like some bushes. Yeah, they're dumb. They don't know, do they're animals. No, yeah, no, no. They're around. they're especially dumb. So, I feel like they're there's something like during mating season, they are they'll just walk right out into the middle of traffic. So sadly I think we lost a deer and then uh lost Miss, the car. <laughs> Miss K. Well the car's we need a whole new front end on that bad boy. And then uh but nobody was hurt, which is Well that's a win. Win's really what matters. And then most. uh and then Miss K had a shoe. Sacrificed to one of the the dogs in the in the homestead oh, over no. the weekend. Oh yeah, was it a prize shoe? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Careful how you because there's all sorts. Yeah, there are all sorts. But you're it going wasn't to graduation. Like, you could have a white tablecloth dinner. I mean, sure. that could be a legitimate prize possession. It was a prize an, shoe. It was, or it could be like a flip flop or whatever. I think that you it, wear around. I think that it would be like um, it was like an Ethan Posick. Like it is. It is. Great, yeah, but it wasn't reliable. Like the, yeah, reliable. This isn't Miles wears it all the time, but yeah. it's not. It wasn't the Miles Garrett. It's not one of those where you're taking the dog out back and dealing with yeah. it accordingly. Yeah, well, yeah. 
<laughs> so the best part was that we're sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear. Well, like a know, woman's shoe. We hear like, oh, no. Overreaction on the dog. For sure. Oh, no. Who has a green shoe? Nobody had a green shoe. Yeah. So it was like, nobody. Well, it had deconstructed the shoe so much that actually the <laughs> padding underneath the shoe that you didn't ever see that was was actually green because the rest of the shoe was gone. So it appeared that it was a green shoe. So this shoe was good night, Irene. Whose dog? Kobe. It was uh, in the in the family. All all good. All dogs are good. Yeah, all good. In, in that instance, is owner then responsible for replacing the shoe? They certainly offered, and I don't know if even if I, they went as far as to do that. I think that. Well, you stay out of I've, it because you're you're on the periphery. I didn't, I, it, it, to me, it was like it. no worries whatsoever. It's all good. Know? Yeah. But uh, I think you got to offer this K. I think I, offer was 100 percent made. They handled like if it. This is an episode completely. of Curb, which, quite frankly, this could be an episode yeah. of Curb. Yes. You would make the they the handle correct it with total class. to make the offer. Yes, they handle not it with to total laugh class. it off. I think anytime no, you do damage, very bad. or your animal does damage to somebody else's property or something, the correct play is Let or your children. Right. Right. You know, there's sometimes a kid will wreck something. Sure, and they come over like the no, no, nobody with any sort of sanity would accept. Sure, a payback. Sure, but I think the offer is the minimum requirement. Like, yeah, I don't think and they, did, they handled it, off, it so with they handled with class. I don't know what ended up happening. I, it was kind of like, no, it's not a big deal. And then, and then they're like, yeah, but what size are you? <laughs> I think she was like, yeah, I'm an eight point five. I was like, that's just all. Whatever ends up, happening, we're fine. And so it's it, all whatever good. it is, it's all gonna right. be good. But uh, it was funny because then at one point she was like. Boy, I just love those shoes. <laughs> I wore them everywhere. And I was like, you're oh. not making anybody feel any better right now. So maybe it's more of a Betonio. I think I assessed it. I think I assessed it. You got it, it correct? Me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, what do we make of these dogs? We had dogs unveiled all I love. Long. I love. There's one of them that I love. Okay. Before you give it, because you have this incredible ability to sway um, this, this fan base with just – you're kind of like Mattress Mac. Did you see him at the Kentucky Derby? With Mahomes? What yeah. a moment. Well, you did you see him place the million-two bet where it swung the odds? No. Okay, so they're live. You have the Mattress Mac effect. Um, Mattress Mac, they're live at the Derby. Yep. Steve Kornacki, he's, anything with numbers, they just throw him on. Him he's and, his a, and, Barry, and his Matthew Barry was on for yeah, the Yeah, Barry Derby. all of a sudden is a t- craziness. With a they football. Everybody. It's yeah, like, it was crazy. I don't know if they just don't have enough people working at NBC because they had like Rebecca Lowe who does like their soccer. She was there, so she does, like, their Premier League. Anyway, so they come time. It's derby time, and they're about an hour before post, and they have Mattress Mac. Kornacki's doing his stuff, right, with his boards, and behind him over his shoulder is Mattress Mac from Houston betting a million two on one of the co-favorites, and live it switches from uh, co-favorite to favorite. Yeah, he went from – On his – he went to four to one with the bet. Um, so I think you have a mattress Mac effect on our fan base. I don't know. So I, before this you case do is that, subjective, I feel like in this. Um, yeah, well, this is totally subjective. What's interesting about these? So these, there's if you haven't seen it, uh, Cleveland Browns uh, on Twitter, and I assume this is on all the social channels. Um, loaded them up this morning with the five finalists for the yep. dog. I think they, it goes live. Voting goes live Wednesday. I believe that's I believe right. That's I believe that's case. right. So, you know, there's. About a million and ten ways you could go with this because it depends on what you want. Like, yep. Are you going for – let's re- let's remember a couple of things. One of the things, and it's something that our franchise is in a pretty good job with because we have a lot of it, is we peddle in nostalgia. We do. Nostalgia is potent, man, yep. in the words of Don Draper. So it is – there's a power in it. The problem is, is the dog is not old. 
Correct. It's from the 80s. That's right, from the right? dog pound. Yep. It's the dog pound yep. in the 80s. So the, it's that's really that era. For example, when we launched, when I saw the very first one drop this morning, which I think was, it's one of the fan ones that was done. It's like the side profile one with like the Cleveland um, on the neck. Yep. Um, so in that thread, I saw this one from uh, Casey, and I thought the spirit of this I couldn't love anymore. Now, this is not one of the five. This is just one that showed up. Now, to me, this looks like – well, you tell me when you see it what you what this looks like to you. Oh, God, it's great. Look at that thing. That's fantastic. That's what you and I were looking for, one that had a full body. Yes. And, and then one the one that, that I loved got, like, no votes, the one that I, I absolutely loved. Loved. I thought yeah. was the coolest. So, Gibby, did you see this one? That's beautiful. That's, that's – Wow. Got, that's got it all. I mean, that's a home run to me. Like, everything that I would want – yeah, that does it. That, who that who gave that to you? Nobody. It's in the it's in the comments. Some guy named uh, Casey at C Brownie underscore forty five. He tweeted the thing's unbelievable. It's perfect. Um, it's it's for my. This is all subjective. Totally. This is kind of you know like anytime people come to me or about me about bourbon or something like that. They're like, well, what should I get for this? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not your taste buds, man. Yep. Like yep. I can tell you what I like, but it might not apply to you. So. I, that one was amazing. So I think what you're trying – That's you like the decide. Lions one that we Correct. like. Yeah. There's a Cowboys one that's Cowboys like that from that like, era. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it feels like the it's – The Colts one. Paratrooped in from like the 50s yep. is yep. what it yep. feels yep. like. Yep. If that's what you're going for, then that one has it. Yeah. So then I think the other thing that's interesting is like, well, what type of dog represents? Like are we a bulldog? Are we a mastiff? Like Swagger's a mastiff. Yep. But usually when you see dogs as mascots, they're bulldogs. But I don't know if that's just because we're used to them in college – or what? We're definitely not a husky. Well, because most they're mostly they they're mostly are bulldogs. bulldogs. Yeah, they yeah. are the, the only. There are a few others. There's the terriers. There's huskies that are out there. The terriers. Boston. The Boston BU. terriers. Yeah, there's a few, um, but mostly it's bulldogs oh, is, is what you're dealing with. So okay. yeah. So I think that's the thing that's tricky is like, what do you want it to be? What best represents what you want the logo to be? I want it to be something that. So you and I wanted the same type of a thing when we yes. went through this. We wanted to see a full body yep. of the dog in that vein of that Lions one yeah. or the Colts or the, as the old Cowboys. That was, I think, that was not really ever represented as kind of an oper- no. uh, not a possibility. It was always more focused, I think, on the head of a dog. And so now you've got some interesting options here with these. You have three straight on, two to the right. I think you have a mix of kind of throwbacky, cartoony, moderny, cartoony, World War II-ish. You have the one that the fans submitted with the CLE on it that's pretty cool that's kind of built, in my mind, off of a House Stark type of style. Like a sigil. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you've got another one straight on that I think is pretty cool, but we'll get to which ones we like in a second. But it's it's a it's a neat thing. I mean, it's fun. There's not a whole lot going on. We've got guys out here, you know, in Phase 2. We're still we're gonna get the OTA soon, and that'll be a lot of fun. We'll have rookie minicamp later this week, but this is a fun thing to do this time of year. We'll have schedule later this week, which will be I think I think people will find that to be a lot of fun. And you know I, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the discourse that it's generating too. Some obviously it's the internet. Some people are not as thrilled. Yeah, you're not gonna please everybody. Others. I think yeah. that they go ahead, give it. Do the side dogs have a disadvantage in the fact that they are not? It's not the full front of the dog. Most. NFL mascots are 
side Which, with the Eagles being the only one facing the other way, the yeah. opposite direction. There's a few that are head on Raiders. I mean, there's a few yeah. out there, obviously, but Bucks. Yeah, um, but most of the time it is a side. Um, you know, it's interesting because obviously we we mentioned everybody knows a history around here on it, but um, there is no dog image in the NFL. Yeah, um, it's littered in college and high school sports, um, but there isn't any in the NFL. Um, so there's a chance, I suppose, to have some ownership of that. The five that are here, um, you mentioned the the side one with the CLE. I agree with you on the, the sigil. Um, you and I call it the World War II one. I don't know, because we both saw that one, independently thought that. Yeah. That it kind of just like a World like, War II pilot to me. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but it definitely looks like it. I don't know if it's the like that orange part looks like those helmets that they wore uh-huh. when you'd go uh-huh. up against the exactly. Red Baron. I guess that's got to be That feels it. like that could have been on the side of like a – a B seventeen for sure in the you know agreed in that era yeah yeah um, and then you have three front facing dogs so you have the one if you're following along on Twitter they have them all up the one in the lower left is like the you're nostalgic. using it off the five yeah, where the, five. the the center is the sigil you got yep, it yep 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 the off one the on tweet. the bottom left yep. is the one that has the nostalgia feel to it to me the most yep uh huh um and and. Then the top left is more of a uh, – it's got a little bit of that cartoonish, but also a little bit more stern. And then the final one is more of a – the final one's great. I mean, it looks like something the University of Georgia is what it looks like, the one in the bottom right corner. Like, it looks like that to me. It looks like something you'd see on a Georgia – my son's got a Georgia Bulldog football uniform, and it looks just like it. I don't – so are we going to get into what we our, – our tastes, our flavors? Sure, yeah. Okay. I do like the World War II one. That has been met with, I think, the most – people either love that one or I find that – that seems to be polarizing on Twitter, the World War okay. II guy. I think, though, the be- for me, my favorite one right now is by far the one that you just referenced. So bottom right of the five Yeah. that has – now, I'd love to see an eyeball in there. But I'm fine with it not having it. There's I'm almost so, okay with it. Yeah. There's so much cool stuff in this. Did you see the explanation of a lot of the stuff? No. Okay. I gotta find that tweet. But like, if you look in the the right ear or the left ear, if you're looking at it on the left, oh, there's the state of Ohio. State of Ohio's yeah. in there. Um, there's like a Browns helmet kind of over his eyebrow on what would be his left eye, looking at you with the right. Oh eye. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, there's uh, the Guardians Bridge is kind of like his his mouth. Oh yeah. And there's some cool stuff in there. And then the stadium is on the, the dog collars, the stadium. And the part that's white is the east end zone, which is where the dog pound actually is. That's pretty good. So it has, to me, a lot of it stuff. Checks a lot of boxes, and it looks, yeah. it looks, as in the words of Joe Hayden, he said, that logo goes hard. It just, I think it would look great on a hat. I think it would look great on a hoodie. I think it, the, you got the strike. I, I, I put that sucker on midfield, to be quite yes, honest. I mean, I think I it has like, that type of feel to it. That logo, to me, feels like a home run i i love that one. that feels that one to me feels like a, a real that's bottom right bottom right that one to me feels like one that um you could almost stand the test of time of owning the the dog in professional football yeah yeah, yeah. you know where it would kind of trans it would kind of go over transcend this fan base like you could see it being something that people just buy it because it's yes it's really and, good. and when you find all those little extra things in it i think that adds to it a little bit. You don't have to have those things, but I do think it adds to it. Um, and I just think that one looks like – dude, looks legit. Yeah. And I think it probably does 
the most. The other ones are very – they're all – I mean, these these people are elite. Like, if you can do this – Oh, man. All like, of these are This is crazy great. to be able to, to have the ability to do that. And I there's things I like in all of them. But I think what, you, what you're going for is – um, you're trying – you have to picture something. It's not like artwork. You're not looking for – does that make sense? Like you're not looking for the best, you know, dog that, or the most sure. realistic dog or the most cartoon. What, what you're looking for is something that represents that, – that can be duplicated over and over and over again and look, look cool on a lot of things and appeals to kids and adults. That's the other thing yep. you're trying to do. Yep. All right, here are the things that are in this one. Helmet stripe, a nod to the iconic feature. The logo features a center stripe that adorns the classic bronze helmet. The helmet, as I mentioned, over his eye. Another, the original 1980s dog pound, the iconic maskless helmet, shell worn by Browns faithful at games, hidden in the top right. The guardian bridge I mentioned. The spikes, the collar features eight spikes evoking intensity in their form and tradition their number with the Browns finishing champions eight times in their history. Yeah. Inside of the collar, there's a guitar pick on the tag representing, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then you've got the East End Zone, which is where the dog pound is. You've got the nose. His nose is actually the shape of a football, if you look at oh, it. Oh, yeah. And then in the ear, the state of Ohio. So I think that's, that's pretty. I love that guy. Yeah, I think he's, I think that one's, I, I like that one a lot. I think any of these could be great. I think that that one would be, to me, that is, that one's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. There are yeah. a lot of good ones. And I say really thank you to everybody that contributed to this. I think that it, it really was cool to see the fans get involved this way and to be able to, you know, come through and contribute things to this process. Uh, and I think we ended up in a pretty good spot. I think you're going to be pretty happy with whatever the outcome is. But, I, I, yeah, there are some that I like. And I do – I think that that guy on the right, too, if, we're, if we're the bottom right, if we ended up going with that guy, that guy I feel like could evolve. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy could evolve, I think, into a full-bodied one if you wanted to do something like what you had just shown and, like, take yeah, that put and, him like, and put him in something like that. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of possibility to it. Um, yeah, they, they're good. They, they are all very, very good. And it is a – it is something that, you know, quite frankly, and if you're – like, if you're not from this area, I mean, I, I've told this story before. Like, when my kids were little and they said, what's a brown? Why are we the browns? It's tough. Tough. Yep. You know? Sure. I mean, it's tough. Like, if you were starting an expansion franchise, you wouldn't pick these colors. No. You wouldn't pick this name. Um, all of that makes it special. But there also is opportunity there, I think, with something like this that would, I think, appeal to people beyond even our fan base. We care most about our fan base, obviously, but just from the standpoint of like, man, that looks pretty cool on a lid. That looks pretty cool on a hoodie. That looks good on a T-shirt, like that type of stuff. There's, there, I mean, kids would like want to wear That'll look on a quarter zip. Formidable. Be a beaut. Yeah, that, that's that's a formidable look. So, so voting starts fun. Wednesday, May the 10th. And do we know when, do we know when we'll announce a winner? It'll close in early June. So the voting on the fi- final five logos will open Wednesday, and it will close in early June. And then away we go. And then away we go. Because then it'll be the summer, and before you know it, it will be training Don't do camp. It. Don't do it. Don't rush me through my summer. At yeah. the Greenbrier. I'm not rushing through anybody's summer. I don't want to rush anything. First thing Peter King says, eh, it's 11 weeks till training camp. Stop I'm it. I'm like, all right. You know what? Just because you're off for 10 weeks after today. And right. This is the problem. <laughs> takes yeah. This is the problem, though, where you what you – open the show with do we appreciate this good weather yeah and then for people in 
our line of work, some of the nicest times in this area are August, September, July. maybe oh, even gosh, into yeah. October. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, evaporated. September. Don't even the, know what that means. September's the best month in the state. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, a it's bold the best. It's the best gotten. weather month in the state. September is largely perfect. There's not much. It really isn't. I mean, it's. It starts to cool off. The humidity from July is not there. That's blown through. There's no question. Yeah. It's the best it's weather month. Yeah. I mean, how many great football, high school football Fridays, Buckeye Saturdays, Brown Sundays in September? Although we did have Literally. that one opener against they're, the they're Steelers. Ca- well, you end up with the remnants of a soon. hurricane run. Right, yeah. right. Or a yeah. nor'easter. Yeah. Barring natural disaster. Sure. It's a lovely <laughs> Or the time. remnants of natural disaster. It's a lovely It's about time. as good as it gets um, on that side of things. Um, yeah, so that was fun. I love doing stuff. I love, I love, I like how they dropped it this morning. I thought it was cool. Like every half hour having a, yeah, yeah. having one drop. I, I thought that was a win across the board. Um, the schedule is to be released on Thursday, but some talking yeah. could be delayed. So we will, uh, we will have the details of that for you. Uh, as we go along, uh, Kyle Brandt from good morning football in his quarterback tears. Uh, we will get into that as the program goes along. Ziggy, uh, Ziggy. Zagi, Zagi. I said Zagi. I meant to say Z, and you said Zagi. Zagi. That's not bad. The great Zagi. The great Zagi. That's not bad. Wasn't there? There was a David Suggy. Was it? Wasn't that a baseball player? David Suggy. Yeah. Yeah. Suggy. Yeah. Z goes one on one with Delpit. We have that to look forward to, which is very very nice. I like Ziggy. There's not, yeah. It might work. And we'll see how all that goes. We're off and running here on a Monday edition, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And Renew Your Home for the last time with Renew Home Exteriors siding and roofing products. Bo here for the Renew Home Exteriors team. And don't spend all day with high-pressure sales, guys. The team at Renew won't waste your day with hours of negotiating. Renew offers upfront fair pricing to make your project easy. And this month, you can take advantage of pre-pandemic pricing, plus no interest or payments for 24 months. Renew Home Exteriors, superior products, superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that. Thursday is supposed to be the schedule release. But according to Peter King and Football Morning in America, the schedule, uh, the release of the schedule, which was the NFL was hoping would be a primetime show on Thursday, may be delayed. It's still likely to be done in time for the release on uh, this eight, at 8 o'clock on Thursday. But King was told over the weekend it may not be finished in time. The 2023 Mega Games opening Thursday, Sunday, and Monday nights, Thanksgiving, the new Black Friday tilt, the Sunday night game on Christmas Eve, and Monday night triple header on Christmas are not set in stone yet. The mega games are usually sold by early May. The schedule crew is slated to meet with 
Commissioner Goodell in New York this afternoon, at which time more clarity on the tentpole games is expected. I'm told as of this weekend, the NFL was still in search of options on the 272-game regular season slate with a series of computers continuing to split spit out alternatives. I just would say that this all seems much ado about nothing. They're all going to be great games. You have an AFC with – 10 teams that think they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like if all else fails, bet on them, bet on the Cowboys, bet on the Eagles, bet on the 49ers. Like, I don't know yep. that this has to be that hard. Um, there's not that much difference. You're the NFL. You've proven that it almost doesn't matter what game you show. You'll rate. There are some that are bigger raters than others, but there aren't that many gambles on this schedule. I, to me, I don't understand why this would be delayed. I don't get it either. Thursday night, you've already teased it. You've got to you got to come with it. I think I think it'll be ready for Thursday. I think they'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. How many debates are there to have at this point? Who's Thursday night will be Kansas City? How is it not a? It, it is it not allowed to be a repeat of the Super Bowl? Well, do they have them on the schedule? Do they play the Eagles this year? Kansas City. Hold please. In the past, I don't know if that's mattered. Yes. Well, yeah. You have to you be have on to the have schedule. on the schedule. To no, play. no, no. I mean. Yeah, you have to play them. <laughs> it's like what they do no, Wednesday no, night. No, I knew where they you were going. They could just play anybody who's not on their schedule. No, no, no. no. It's, like, it's like when you were telling me when I was watching it live that I was behind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the Chiefs opponents in 2023. So they're they're so yeah, they do play Philly at home. So they play the Broncos, the Chargers, how do you not, how is Raiders, that not Bills, Bengals, Dolphins, Bears, Lions, Eagles. The only way it wouldn't be week one is if you said we want Philly to anchor Sunday night. So you could go – you could easily go, like, Chiefs, Dolphins. You've got Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, or Eagles. Like, That's, Bengals, they'll want to – I'm guessing they'll want to hold Bengals and Bills until later in the year. You could do I Chargers. I think the Bengals play the Chiefs, too, don't So you they? could do Chargers. You could do Chargers. Or you could do – I think you do tar- Chargers or Dolphins. Tyreek Hill returning to Kansas City. There'd be a lot of juice to that. Mahomes theoretically healthy. <clears throat> that guarantees he's healthy. And then I would have Philly. For Tua, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'd have Philly be um, do the Sunday nighter with Philly. Because then you need a Monday night bomb, too. I, and is it, I, isn't it is it a doubleheader? I thought for Monday night on the yeah. one? <clears throat> I feel like they're going back to that. I don't know. Yeah. The, but the second one, you can always play anybody in the West Coast. Yep. You just want that first game for Aikman and Buck to be good on Monday night. Yep. And then you want – you need a – is there Sunday night football week one? Yes. There is? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't remember if they – because it won't – That used to be Cowboys-Giants, like, for Forever. But they, they used to have, like, um, if they played Thursday, they wouldn't run it back Sunday. Didn't they do that a little bit? Where if the Sunday night crew did the Thursday game, they wouldn't do the Sunday game? Or would they always do them both? Hold on. You I'm, looking be, at, I'm looking at last year. It's Football Night in America is the first game. Thursday. It's Thursday is definitely NBC. Definitely fo- NBC, yes, for sure. 100%. But I couldn't remember if they get run back three so days later. in 2022, there was, well, was Tampa Bay-Dallas Sunday Night Football? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, oh, I know what. Yeah. Did they split crews one year where Michaels did the Thursday and then Tarico did Sunday? Yeah, because Michaels was like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing two, two games in Especially one on the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's the that's the thing to to, yes. to pay attention to then. So they've got they basically have, and the other thing is that first America's you know 
America's Game of the Week, whether it's on Fox or CBS, you need one there. The, the I think the biggest thing that appears to be holding up some things, in addition to this week one scheduling mess, is the fact that in the past, when the Browns hosted an NFC team, the yeah. game was always on Fox. Sure. Yeah. When the Browns went to an NFC stadium, it Correct. was on CBS. Yeah. And now it's just a free-for-all. With the new TV deal, you could have NFC versus NFC now on CBS. Right. And AFC versus AFC on Fox. So Is it a situation where we just like everything we liked when we were kids? But I, I find myself – like, that annoys me that that's going to be the case. It annoys me that CBS is an AFC. Fox yeah, is an I NBC. agree. Yes. 100%. I don't like the cross-pollination. Yes. No. I like – you guys be the experts on this group. You guys what? be the experts on this group. Every once in a while you cross over, but stay in your lane. I don't like – And it's based on the – it's always based on the visiting team, right? Correct. When we were kids. Yeah. 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 That's how it should be. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't know why that was a talking point or a – all you're doing is making more work for yourself like, by allowing this. I hated it last year. There were a couple times when CBS would, I guess, cherry pick early, and so then the 425 game of the week, which is supposed to be a CBS game, somehow would end up on Fox, and it would be yes. two AFC teams. Yeah, I don't I like hated that. that. And like not that the NFC number one broadcasting team. No. Right. Don't like it. So – all right, so I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone in that. No, no it's possible we're all just old. No, fine. No, get off my lawn. This is one of your moments where you're the czar of sports and you have good ideas, and I support them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right, Gibbing wants to know, what primetime games will we be up for? Well, the simplest answer is every divisional game. It, it, You'd have a chance. Yes. I mean, yes. In, Are we up for anything – Maybe except Sunday night football. I think we, could, I think us and the Bengals on Sunday night football absolutely could be the thing. I think us and the Jets, Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football could be a thing. I could see us. Um, the other thing, by the way, that I am totally not for is the fact that now we could play multiple Thursday night games. I mean, uh, yeah, every you're exact, you're 100 percent right that every single one of our divisional games could be in prime time, and that's true of every divisional matchup in our division this year. Period. Full yes. stop. Yep. They all could be on. Prime they all time. couldn't be Sunday night numbers. football. No, but no. they all could be Monday night football. They all could be Thursday night football. You could put us. On I think su- you hit it right with Sunday night. It almost only has to be Bengals. I don't know that there's. I could see Ravens. They flex put us in. and the Ravens on Sunday nights a few times, and the, us yeah. and the Steelers always will draw. That, those all feel like Monday night, Thursday nights. Though, I agree. Be. Yeah. Us and the Jets, depending on when the Niners, we play the Niners, depending on when that is and what the Niners are, that could be a prime, that's definitely could be prime time. And us and the Jags could be prime time for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. I mean, us and the 49ers feels like Monday night football to me. Um, us and the Jaguars could absolutely be that. Je- I think to me it feels, I don't know. Road, I feel like it's division only. Maybe yeah, Broncos, sure. they could throw a Sean Payton on a on a Monday night Monday or a Thursday. That doesn't feel like Sunday. No. no. Could it be a Monday night with Seattle? Oh, my God. I hope not. Oh, God, it would be that awful. Would be brutal. That would awful, be brutal. Awful, awful. Uh, unless there's a bye week following it. <laughs> Monday off. <laughs> yeah. At, yeah. Or Tuesday at, off. At, that was a Monday night. Oh, jeez. Well, we did that with the Niners that year. It was awful. Yeah. Well, the game was awful. Everything up to the game was great. Game awful. Flight I, I home. I disagree horrific. with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Seahawks. Was, Seahawks, was on a, awful. Seahawks on a Monday would be. Mm. 
that just puts you behind the eight ball bigly. Bigly. Yeah. I think I think the only The only thing that would make sense is if, if the Seahawks were on a Monday and then we played like the Niners or Ram it. Or Ram it that Sunday. It'd have to be Ram it. That wouldn't be as bad. Because you play Ram it out there. Yeah. So you could go right, ram it. You You're could right. Sorry, fly into Seattle on Saturday to play Monday night. You'd probably fly in Sunday. Sunday, yeah, because you play Monday night. Fly in Sunday to Seattle and then stay on the West Coast Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come on, that'd be a long week. But then, I would, I for one though, you guys, get your John, frequent flyer miles, boys. Par for what, what's what's coming Holy anyways. Cow. I get would your trade points going. I would trade two of those West Coast flight home after games for. One, those are the flying home from the West Coast every game is the worst. Yeah, especially if we don't have a big play. Not to be a snob, but when they cram us in like sardines, yeah, it's a long ways, man. It's a long four or five hour flight. Oh man, those flights are long. Zagura, the moment that bell rings that you that we've reached our cruising altitude, that man is out of his seat for the next two hours. Like this year, yeah, now yeah, I'm in a better position is. than I was. I'm in a better position than I was at that time. But yeah, there was a while where we were like all, we were, yeah, no way, not not great. I'm gonna say my prediction is your initial thought: Bengals us is Sunday night football, and that's our only Sunday night. See, I don't know. And my my thought well. is they, they, that's like it's a, a good game. It's a good game. It's a good story. I, th- I think you're gonna have a. I think you're gonna have more four o'clock games. Jets, by the way. I would say two Monday nighters and a Thursday nighter. Jets is, and you got to show me something to get to Sunday night. Jets is has what NBC is gonna feed. tell you. Jets has a Sunday night. Feed I think too. we're gonna. My guess is is that they wade into us. I don't know if you'll see us in prime time in the first four weeks or so. Which I'd rather uh, that I would rather that be the case because we're good in the on past time at home. It, no, I know, but I'm just saying, based off of what we saw from Deshaun last year, if you're a television executive, like you'd kind of want to see it a little bit first, or you put do it early, or you do it. Well, you've got to bank on it though. But like last year, we were home. We were prime time week three and week eight at home. Thursday night against the Steelers, and then, and then Monday, Monday night, night against, against the Bengals. The only two. Well, then we had a Saturday. But that was like a late day Saturday game. The uh, the Ravens, the second to last home game. Oh right, yeah. And Which when was I, I would and we I would assume Christmas Eve. what was Christmas Eve? G- given it's a one o'clock. Was that just a normal? Yep, that was uh, a normal. But, but was it a Saturday or was it a Sunday? Christmas. We went back to back Saturdays. Yeah, yeah Christmas, Christmas Eve was a Saturday. Was a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I would bet money we'll be well, a we part a of the game? NFL Network triple header again on sa- on a Saturday in December yeah. because we by far rank higher than everybody else. Ratings wise, yeah. when they put us on, we're a machine. We're a ratings machine. Um, There's no doubt. We, have, I think, we have to get. We have a triple header on Christmas Day. No, we, I, I no, like we played not, on Christmas. I would you like just did to it. not be. We it just doesn't did it. mean we can't go again. Yeah, just yeah I think so. No, ago. I don't think. Yeah, no way. I think we're out of the running for that. Ugh. From your mouth so to Christmas, God's ears. Christmas is on Sunday, Sunday this year. year. Mm-hmm. No, no Christmas, Eve is, Christmas Eve is Sunday. It's a Monday triple header. We're playing Monday. The NFL is playing three Monday games three. on Christmas. Triple yeah. header. Oh, they're going right for the take it NBA. Wow. Yeah. They'd never done that before. And we get the Black Friday game this year for the There's first time. There's a Black Friday game at 3 o'clock. Oh, gosh. Thanksgiving night. So you Can three Thanksgiving, you? a Black Friday game, and then Sunday, Monday. Does If you're the NBA, do you have to reconsider your your Christmas 
operation now that the NFL has done this? Well, the NFL isn't going to chase it into Tuesday, though. Basically, the NFL will do it on – they'll do it on Saturday, Sunday, Sunday Monday. Monday. That's, That's it. it. They yeah. won't chase it. Correct. Well, they could do it Friday. I... They can do it Friday. They're not going to have a Tuesday game. No, the only ones you they give can everybody do, if you give them the bye do, week, the week after. You can't do but a, it's Christmas. You can't do a Tuesday a week after Christmas. You can't do a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday triple header. I don't think Thursday I, maybe. So really, just Tuesdays or Wednesday. Tuesdays Other than that, Wednesday, NBA, yeah, we're so. taking it. Well, here's the truth of the matter. It's wild. A regular season NFL game is so much more important. Oh yeah. Than a regular season NBA game. There's no way that those can. They can't compete with each other. Watching the NBA playoffs right now, and it's—I think it's been a pretty fun playoffs. You had like yesterday's game. I got to watch a little bit of the um, the Suns and yeah. the Nuggets, which we can talk about the craziness that happened in that. But it was a great game. But these playoff series are each series. It feels like goes over the course of two weeks. Yeah. So they're long, and this is all that matters. Right. The regular season, you have a six. You have an eight seed playing. You got a six and a seven playing each other in yeah. one of the in the Western Conference. Like just getting into the playoffs. The regular season doesn't matter at all. No, no, no. I think the only thing the NFL that I'll be curious if the, what the NFL does, if they do anything, is the dates are out for the first two years of the 12-team college football playoff. And in the first two years, college football is avoiding the NFL like the plague. Like they're playing Thursday nights, Friday nights, Monday nights. Like they're not messing around with the NFL at all. There is, however, um, there is a – in the first weekend, there there is a triple header on, on a Saturday, which is like – December 20th or something like that, December 21st. And I do wonder if college football would go to the NFL and say, hey, man, can you give us this? Give us this Saturday. And in return, what you would say is we give you ready-made stars. We're the second most popular sport in this country. Give us this Saturday so that we can play this out. I think the NFL would probably be fine because they they only go to those Saturdays once college football stops playing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are. I mean, they're playing Thursday yeah. night and Friday night already. But, like, there is the one Saturday where they kind of have to play. And in the first year of the playoff, they're going to play three games on that Saturday. Like, to me, if you're Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, uh, or this Petiti guy who's a new commissioner of the Big Ten, they're the power brokers in the sport. You just say, hey, can you give us this Saturday off? You guys just take this one off. If you're the NFL, if you're Goodell, I think you acquiesce to that. Because you're getting – I mean, Bryce Young is stars. Like, you're not – and then all of that with NIL, this is honestly the best thing ever for, for the NFL because there's absolutely no threat to ever challenge the three-year wait period thing because now these guys can all make money. So it's the best minor league system in the planet Oh yeah, college football is right oh, now. Yeah. So I think that they would probably acquiesce yeah, to that. It's not I, that big of an ask. I don't think it's a big ask at all. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. Yeah. Don't ever that. put your stuff up against our playoff games. Yeah. Don't mess with any of that. And fine. Yeah. They're going to go. in December. Yeah. So what? So what? Have it. You're good. Um, All right, coming up next, our buddy Kyle Brandt last week did his AFC quarterback tiers. We will get into that a little bit coming up next. Those are Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Uh, we did the AFC quarterback tiers from Kyle Brandt last week on Good Morning Football Today. Let's do the NFC. Real quick before we do that, you mentioned the Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns with Jokic. Um, 
I cannot believe they teed up Jokic. Insane for this. Insane. Um, it was a hell of a flop by the owner. It was an incredible flop by Ishbia. So that was I just could I just can't wrap my head around how they teed him up. So so the ball goes if you haven't seen this, the ball goes out of bounds along with the Suns player. Yep. Jokic is trying and he does this all the time. He's trying to grab the ball quickly, get it to a referee. Referee gets it back to him. He's got a 5 on 4 for his team going the other way. Ishbia and one of the other guys like grab the, the ball. The owner of the Suns has the ball. He grabs the ball. Yes, he's holding the ball. Holding the ball. Joker's trying to get it from him out of his hands. And he and he pushes he won't like he won't let go it of him. it and then finally he gets it out of there Jokic gets it out and kind of gives him a little forearm shot yeah. and he goes down Flops. like he's like like he's been shot yes which like, is an incredible flop and then yeah. one of his buddies i'm guessing comes in and just kind of like pushes Jokic on the arm that dude got run right out of the Should've. building yeah can't touch him Outrageous. It wasn't what he did though was not like it literally was amounted to right, that. Right, right, right. But he got run out of there. The fact they teed up Jokic was crazy to me. The whole situation is nuts, and that's part of the the NBA. You will have the ability to be closer to the athletes yes. than any other sport. Period. No, there's nothing else like it. No, where you can be there. Yeah, that's why if you've ever, and I know you have, if you ever have the opportunity to sit like really good NBA seats, like feet on the wood NBA seats. That is the most stunning thing yes. in sports that you can, especially if you get a team that's engaged. Yes. Because then you see the size and the speed that those athletes have. It's yeah, stunning. It's nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely it, nuts. it is. But that was yeah, a wild crazy. situation. And then the owner, how do you pronounce it? Ishbia? Ishbia, yeah. He's tweeted, you know, this was a great game. Let's not have any suspensions mm-hmm. marred. I don't know if he's trying to say I shouldn't be suspended. I think he's trying to say Jokic shouldn't be suspended. Right. Which, no, he should not be suspended no. at all. No. That dude shouldn't be allowed back on the court. Ishbia, Is he if he was there? a fan, he wouldn't be allowed back on. Well, you're not wrong. So Sir Charles said. He hit the bricks. If, if, he was a if fan. that is Mark Cuban, what happens to Cuban? Because they go after Cuban every time he says something. But if there was an altercation with Cuban, uh, what does the league do? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just think if that was a normal, an average fan who had bought seats. Now, the ball does go there, and sometimes fans get the ball. But once, right. like, it is the ball's asked for by yeah. either a yeah. player. Now, I, look, he's on his home. Maybe he doesn't want him to get that five on four. Sure. And the ball is has and gone into the stands. He's got the ball. If the official asks him, he obviously has to give it to him. But. I think it's a Ishbia little bit of a played grade. at Michigan State when they won the national championship. With Meat Cleaves? With Meat Cleaves. Meat Cleaves works for him. Gross. Oh, his, so his, out. In his mortgage business. <laughs> Go Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Meat Cleaves and I think Charlie Bell. That full backcourt, I think, works for him. I Charlie Bell didn't offend me. Like no, Meat Cleaves was a tough watch. Um, but, yeah, he played on the on those uh, Michigan State teams. So maybe he was doing a little strategery right there. I'm just saying he would know the strategery of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, here's Kyle. Like I've always said, let me get, let me yeah, pose this question. Let's say that he will take this owner for example. Okay. Owns an NFL team. Yep. They are in the Super Bowl, as sure. are owners in the NFL of basically every team. Within the last two minutes of a game, they usually come down onto the sidelines yeah. to watch. This guy, if this guy feels to me like there's 25 seconds left, you're up six. Guy breaks into the open field on the sideline. Like, remember Mike Tomlin almost thought oh, about yeah. doing it? Yep. I could see Ishbia giving a little a trip. Hey, they get 15 yards, but they still have to score. They have to score, man. Whew. 
crazy. This is a crazy look. It's a lot. It's yes. Hopefully, common sense prevails, and that should I mean, happen to anybody. By the way, that that technical was a big technical. That game goes to overtime before the Suns end up winning a tight game. True. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. That point ends up being a very big deal. Massive deal. Yeah. Yeah. Jokic technical is, rather. Jokic is so fun deal. to watch. Fifty-three. Can I interest you in that? He's just – it feels like when he gets the ball at the high post, he's unstoppable. He's too big, long, strong, and, fin- and just too smart. to finish. And he's too smart. He can shoot it. Listen, the Suns won because in big-time playoff games like that, stars have to play well. Booker played well. Durant played well. Jokic played well on the other side. But then yeah. you need, like, a guy like Shamay to make a couple big threes. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And that's why they won. I, I misspoke. The other one was the overtime game. That was Suns beat. This wasn't overtime. This wasn't yeah, overtime. No. The other one was the overtime. Was the Sex Sixers Suns? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, back to uh, Kyle Brand. Dramatic though. It was. Yeah. NFC. By the way, I didn't know that James Harden slid that inning. He two forty pointers. So he far. won game one for him. He did. Yeah. Uh, he has Jalen Hurts in his own tier. Agree. I don't. I would okay. not. I, I would. I would give him some company. On that on that level, um, I think Stafford belongs on that level. Um, I think Dak is close to that level. I think Jalen Hurts is really really good, but I also think he's in the perfect position. Um, his situation is the best. His situation is tier one. I'll do that. I'll play that game with you. Um, that his situation is absolutely. I tier think Hurts is tier one. I think Stafford is tier two alone. So if you're telling me if Jalen Hurts and Matt Stafford were available for on the free agent market to the I Dolphins, like what you're doing here, okay, and you could pick one or the other, which one would you pick if you're Mike McDaniel? Oh boy, you know, and you're saying Stafford just for this year? I don't know about that. Jalen Hurts was really, really good last year. Really was, and he adds an element to my offense that Matt Stafford does not add. He does, but there it's, he has it's been also good for one year. It's also a very specific way sure that they play that the talent around them i just think watching what mike mcdaniel did with tyree kill and jalen waddle right and if you all of a sudden had to account for jalen hurts i think you know you'd take stafford though if you're McDaniel. i don't know i'd have to see him a healthy first. a healthy stafford would be the pick so fine they can be in so, their own tier yeah and i think i i stand by it i think hurts's situation is tier one there's nobody who's in a bet you could make an argument there's not a quarterback in this league who is put in a better situation to succeed and take advantage of his skill sets than he is there. Now, will that be that case now that Steichen's gone? I Let me say I this. don't know. I think the Eagles' offense would be less scary with Matt Stafford than Jalen Hurts. Okay, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Because there is the way that they do it, it needs his feet. Right. It and needs I think his McDaniel feet. could kick some. Fine, they can be in their own tier. Stafford's won Super Bowl. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not fighting. I like Matt Stafford. I'm not fighting. Yeah. Then I think – so I think they're tier one. Tier two for me would be – I think these Dak's guys – Dak's got to be almost – Dak and Dak and Cousins on their own with Goff. I kind of think Dak, Cousins, and- Goff, Carr, and Geno Smith might all be the same to me. I mean, Dak's thrown 29 picks in his last 32 starts. Yeah, that's a lot. And Kirk Cousins is can have some awesome games and is really good, but, like, you never – you don't think of Kirk Cousins yeah. as elite and – a clutch meter guy, and Carr can have great numbers. Goff can have great numbers. Geno Smith did last year. Geno Smith had like, one year. Yeah, but I kind of – I'm saying based on where they are right now, Yeah, 
I like those five guys together. That's just that's me. I wouldn't mind Gino a rung below, like one rung, like show me a stack it. Yes, but it's really bad. <laughs> I mean, then it just gets crazy. Then, like Fields has the most potential of everybody left, along with Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young shouldn't be seven. No, there's no way be. that he should. Be Bryce below. Young should be. He, he, we have to see. Like you can't have him below. Uh, and and I mean, this is pretty crazy. Garrett Purdy. I like Garrett Purdy. Yeah. Brock Garrett Brock, Purdy. Garrett Purdy. Yeah. He should be. Went to high school. I think Mike. You went to high school with Garrett Purdy, and that's why he's in here. That's why he's in here. Okay. Well, he would definitely Brock, be tier eight. Brock My Purdy bad. has to be up higher than where he is. The guy was the best quarterback in the league for eight games. Yes, it was eight games, but his best eight games are better than the best eight games of Justin Fields. Yeah, it's so hard. Or Daniel that Jones goes back probably. To the, like then you're, all of these though. I think, folks, what you're hearing though is is that so much of this in the NFC is predicated on position that you're put in. For example, like if Justin Fields played for the 49ers, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have had – he would be electric. Why did they want him? I have no idea. That's a, I'd love to get that. Like a But Kyle doesn't, hasn't exactly here. crushed it on identifying these guys. It's like the one blind spot. But he can he gets Garoppolo and – No, no, Zoe, I, and but, but like they're win, not yeah. what they intend to be when they get him. Sure. You know, like – well, Lance certainly has Lance happened. certainly hasn't been. Um, I mean, the truth is in the NFC right now, Hurts and Stafford are the two best quarterbacks. Then after that, you've got a group, Dak, Cousins, Carr, Goff, Geno yeah. Smith that could be good. Kyler, who un- who knows if he's even going to play at all this year. I'd Danny Dimes, I don't get why he's that high, but took him to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Yeah. Maybe it's getting better. Fields has a lot of the potential. And then it's just unknown. Yeah. Like, love – Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Bryce Young. Baker, Purdy, or Travis. Well, Baker's known. But, like, like Bryce, I would imagine if you are – that Bryce would be, like, way up. I'd if, put him in Tier 4. If you're right redrafting, now. like, I would, he would be way, way up there. Um, yes. And then I think Bryce loved Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. Are, Sam Howell feels like the perfect quarterback to tank, but their defense is too good. Yes. God, this is brutal, isn't it? Can it's, you imagine if we were in the AFC? NFC, 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 rather. Yeah, it would be great. You'd be the, the toot seed if you're in the NFC. There will be teams that do not make the playoffs in the AFC that would have been two, three, four, or five seeds in yeah. the NFC. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. That don't make the playoffs. That's right. Yeah. All right, coming up next, Z goes one-on-one with Dose, the double deuce. Dose doses. Dose doses. Yeah. Grant Delpit coming up next. Let's to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Now here's Z, one-on-one with Grant Delpit. Joined now by Browns safety Grant Delpit and Grant First off, great to see you, man. How's the offseason been? How you feeling? It's been good, man. Good to be back. Good to see everybody in the building again. Um, you know, we're excited to start building this foundation for the year. So you spend some time out in Cali. You come back to Cleveland. You get a couple days that look like Cali, 84, sunny, and then you get the snow immediately after that. 
You're like, what's the deal? I got here on Sunday. Oh, so you missed it all. You missed it. You missed it. I missed it all. When I got here, it was about 40 and snowing. So good old Cleveland weather. You know, you can't complain. Absolutely. So last year, as the season went on, it really started, it felt like, to click for you. You finished with four interceptions. You had, I think, three of them down the stretch, two of them in that game against Washington. What kind of really, for you, made you feel so comfortable to go out and play at such a high level last year? Um, I don't know if anything just individually clicked. Um, I don't know. I think as far as the defense as a whole, we started playing a little better towards the end. Uh, he'll mishaps here and there, but we need to start fast next year. You know, that, that year's behind us, man. We got we to gotta do everything in our power to start fast and win. Um, so that's going to be our focus going into this year. Uh, just start fast. You got a new running buddy in the back end of this defense, Juan Thornhill. Have you guys gotten a chance to talk? And kind of what's your what are your early impressions of him? Yeah, man, we talk. Um, thing about us is we could both play each position. I know everybody says that a lot, but that's something that um, Coach Schwartz is stressing and our Coach Banda and yeah. everybody that learn both positions. Like, it's not a free and a strong. They don't want – they want us to, you know, right now learn both so we could, you know – be versatile in the season, disguise or whatever, we both know it. Um, so, yeah, we both have a lot of good skill sets and we could be used in different ways. Like, I, I, I'm watching the playoffs uh, the other day. I'm, um, damn, man, Juan looked just like this dude that played. I thought Juan was out there playing basketball. We got so many versatility. <laughs> we got so many skills. Uh, Bruce Brown or, or – Bruce Bobby, Bowen? Bruce, Bruce somebody. He played for the Nets, I think. Okay. Like, that dude just – just like wine, man. Y'all go check it out. <laughs> All right. We'll check that. We'll take a look for that. What's it like for you having new coaches? First time since you've been with the Browns. New coach in your room. New coach as well on, as for the defensive coordinator position with Jim Schwartz. You mentioned Coach Banda. What's kind of that been like for you? Having new people, a new scheme, new leaders, all of that. Um, you know, all the respect in the world for Coach Schwartz. You know, we know his resume. We've been around the NFL for, what, 30-some years, 20-some years, something like that. So, you know, it's, it's a great guy to learn under. Uh, of course, he's had great success in the past years. He's got a lot of wins, Super Bowl rings. So, you know, we, we, I, I can't wait for the, to get out there on the field and start really, you know, going through some things with him and picking his brain. Um, and turn around Coach Banda, he actually recruited me out of high school to go to University of Miami. Okay. I don't know if anybody knows that, but uh, so I'm familiar. I've been familiar with him. Uh, I didn't end up going to Miami, but, you know, I, I loved everything about him as a coach. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good to have good to have those guys around. Was that wild then when you saw that that's who the new safeties coach was? You're like, he recruited me in high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know this guy. Like, no, but it was just good to see, you know, kind of come together a little bit, the introduction in high school and come back in the league. It's, it's, it's good to see. What's it kind of been like getting everybody back? You know that you look around. There's no doubt this is a talented team. I know that you said we got to come out and win. We got to start fast because last year didn't go the way that anybody wanted to. Now, the reward different circumstances last year. Those circumstances are gone. Deshaun is here. Clearly he is the leader. He is going to start week one, all of that. What's kind of the vibe that you sense from guys, even though it's only April and it's it's not September, it's not, we're not about to play a game, but do you sense that there is like a, a purpose or a sense of urgency amongst everybody? Yeah, I mean, of course, it's a sense of urgency. Um, I want I want that bold, man. I know that I'm going to go in every day with that mentality. Um, and I want to know what that feels like. So I know that I'm going to feed off their energy. I know other guys have their energy, so that everything we do right now is for that reason. Um, and speaking, I can't speak for the whole team, but for our secondary, um, you know, we, we locked in. We locked in right now. Um, I wouldn't trade those guys for, for anybody in the league. And as a whole defense, we all come together as we start working and, and um, gelling together as a group. It's on our second 
third day. So, uh, you know, we're going to get there, man. We're going to get there. You mentioned the Super Bowl. What's it like to have a guy, though, Juan, who's been there? He's won it. He knows what it takes, right? He knows exactly what it takes from a team standpoint, from a commitment standpoint, from an execution standpoint to do it. Like, he can say, this is how it's got to be. Is that is that helpful to have kind of in your room now? Yes, yeah, that's, man, we need that. We need it. Um, I think he played four years in Kansas City, and I think the – Three, yeah. Yeah, the worst he ever did was make to the AFC Championship. That's right. You know, like, right. <laughs> it's crazy, you yeah. know. So he definitely knows what it takes, man. He knows what it takes, and it's good to have somebody like that in your room um, and uh, run a partner in mind. So, you know, we're going to be – it's going to be good for us. All right. Draft, obviously, is an exciting time for everybody. And for you got to fulfill your dream when you were drafted in the second round, which it's – by the way, it's crazy that that was four years ago now, right? That's wild. It is wild to think about. I guess it would be three entering your fourth season. Nonetheless, what was that whole experience like for you? I know that, you know, you probably and justifiably felt like you should have gone earlier. But going through that and remembering that draft night and when your name is called and it's official, you're going to play in the National Football League. What was that like for you? I mean, of course, I, I was thinking I was going to go first. Um, I'm happier here, yeah. by the way. When, when day two came around, I had no idea where I was going. So I was just waiting for that phone call, Cleveland call, and I was on my way. Um, but, you know, for the guys, I don't know if anybody be listening to this, don't pay attention to the scouts and the mock draft and all that. Like, it means nothing, man. Once you get here, once you get to the league, that's when business starts. You know, you could be drafted first to seventh round. It don't matter, man. Free agent, whatever. You come here with the same mentality. Um, you feed off of the vet guys in the room, you'll be just fine. So, can't wait for those rookies to get in so we can take them, you know, under our wing and show them what's up. What do you think of your journey, though? You mentioned that, right? You got through the ankle lead your team to national championship, go in the second round. Achilles happens, I was like early in training camp, if I'm not mistaken, missed that whole year. You come back and now here you are in the last year of your rookie deal, a leader on this team coming off of a very, very successful third season. Like, is it wild to you how quickly it's gone and probably how long the journey's also seemed as well? Yeah, man, you know, I've only had two years of playing under my belt. Uh, last year was average to me, to be honest. I, I, I could do, you know, way more way better um where do, what do you want to improve specifically you know we start off the year you know everybody knows we have miscommunication in the secondary we got we gave up games that we shouldn't give up stuff like that um you know I'm, we got to tighten that up asap um so you know i can't wait for this next year man year four doesn't feel like it but you know we're going in headstrong and you know can't wait to get started we can't wait to see you out there. Thank you so much for the time. And obviously, I know you're going to ball this year. It's going to be a lot of fun to see you out there, Grant. Can't wait. Appreciate it. All right, good stuff out of Z and the double deuce on that. Coming up next, we go around the league. You're listening to Cleveland Runs Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the league. Join our season ticket member waitlist day for the best chance of hearing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot to day as we go around the league. Mekhi Becton has his fifth-year option declined by the Jets. Uh, says he's a left tackle. Head coach Robert Sala's comment, go earn the left tackle, Sala said. That's via the New York Daily News. 
Yeah, so basically Salah had said something about there will be a competition at left tackle and right tackle. And Mekhi Becton tweeted out, I am a left tackle in all caps, and then deleted the tweet. Of course he did. Well, Coach Salah got asked about it, and – Go earn it. He is not a man that uh, mixes words. So has Becton not been good? Obviously not. I think he's, he's missed injured. Yeah, the last two years, I don't even know how many games he's actually played in. Was he the second one of that group taken? Was it Thomas first? He was eleventh. So it went. He was third. It went Andrew Thomas, Wills, Becton, Worfs. So last year, he did not play at all. And oh, he played gosh, one game in 2021. So he's played 15 games in his career. Yeah, there's a reason he's why your fifth-year option wasn't picked up, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he hasn't played since 2020? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Just all injuries? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He hasn't played in two seasons. Right. Not great. So he played the opener – well, and the Jets wanted to draft Broderick Jones, remember? Yeah. The Steelers jumped up ahead of them, and the only reason that the Steelers were able to get to 14 ahead of Isn't them Isn't that funny? was because of the trade for Rodgers. They went from 13 to 15, and because, I don't know if you heard this, that Belichick made the trade and asked for less than normal compensation yeah. just to stick it to the Jets. I, well, I didn't know that, but when, I, when we did the show, I think the Monday after the draft, I'm like, this is a Belichick spite store. Totally. Yeah. And that's what it was. He opened up a spite store. I I would you never have correct, guessed sir. that that Becton has not played really since 2020. Played the first game of 21 and has not played in two years. And uh, Andrew Thomas hasn't been great. Either. No, he has. No, been. he has. Thomas, Thomas has been last great. year. Yes, Thomas was all pro. I think last he, year. Yes. He had a good year last year, but the first couple of years were a little rocky. His rookie year was rocky, and then it got pretty good pretty quickly yes i think i wanted to say andrew thomas was an all pro or a was he injured his first year yeah he was second was team second team all pro last year yeah all right yeah. so he's so come he's, around so he's come around yeah and becton's been all pro or not becton Werfs has been all pro well yeah he's he's been the best the best yeah. of a lot to this point but yes thomas did start slow but he's he's gone now uh and and going big um Zach Ertz saying he was early traded to the Bills in 2021. Ertz said that someone on Philly's side of the equation nixed the deal with Buffalo. Ertz wouldn't disclose the person who put the kibosh on the deal. The Eagles event ultimately sent Ertz to the Cardinals for a fifth-round pick and cornerback Tay Gallon. So there you go. Well, I feel like in Dalton Kincaid, they probably got their guy that would have been like a Zach Ertz for the Bills. If I'm Zach Ertz, he probably wished that that had gone through. Although he did, he has gotten to live in Arizona. He's been very productive down there. Yeah, that's absolutely a win on on that side of things. Um, one more here: uh, Stiff Arm Steve signs with the Bears. Good for him. Good for Stevie. Good for Steve. Yeah, fine man. Guy who does everything the right way. Once recovered an onside kick that helped seal a win for us. Yeah, with his lower extremities, and I I have a lot of respect for that. Did you guys see? The story out of Indianapolis on Andrew Luck. And the Washington commies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Juicy. Well, and when you get Ursay tweeting, what more do you want? So, for those just catching up, and this one is anytime Luck comes up, it's near and dear to my heart because you guys were over there. We were there. That was my first year 
right? Wasn't that 19? Yeah. yeah. Baker's rookie year. Um, I think at that point I was still filling in a little bit. I don't know if we – because I think the first show we did is like the official new CBD was game week, wasn't it? No, but your first season was 18. Yeah. So that was – oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So it was 19, Baker's second year when yep. we were over there. Yep. Okay. So yeah, second. Freddie was Freddie was the coach. Yeah, because yes. I thought, oh, I remember doing those shows. And McAfee was set up next to us on like a right. yep, folding table. I remember seeing your guys' setup over there. Okay, so you guys were over there. All right, I had my years mixed up. So anytime luck comes up, it's something I pay attention to because I remember how chaotic that was, that game. It wasn't a Saturday afternoon game, oddly. It was the game, but the whole week of practices, he was there. Like he was Peyton, there. Peyton came out one day. It was, was like a Peyton who's who. Luck and – yeah, and we obviously our ownership group knows Peyton, and so there was yeah. all everybody was all around and Ballard and, Ballard Dorsey. and Dorsey were boys and God, Jacoby. Yep. Jacoby was their quarterback. Yeah, field three's the, the middle the one. Moment. Doors field three's the middle one. Yeah. Doors, and they also had <laughs> maybe PJ Walker was also there. Definitely Jacoby Brissett. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't. Anyway, so we go through this week. It was a sweet. There was seven. nothing all week long. There was no, there was no hint of this. No, so the, there, there was he a little. He had been hurt, and yeah. it was like, when's he going to practice? Exactly. But there was no thought. And no, then Ballard was talking about it in real time during that game, which, if memory serves, like an awkward Saturday afternoon preseason game. It's uh, three o'clock. Okay, I knew it was a weird one. It was PJ Walker. PJ, the two it's a hell of a pull by you. Good job out of you. So yeah, we were busy fighting our way through two days. Yeah. Z, you were on the field. For that preseason game, obviously, I was. at that time you're still doing sidelines. Yep. Do you remember? How did you hear about it? I was. I feel like I was texting with you about it. Yes. When you were there, but you I did. Can't but rem- didn't it come out like in the? Was it right in the pregame or was it right in? It the was first during the game because Luck walked off. Yeah. And like there was like murmurs around the crowd. Did you? Do you what do you remember of that? I rem. You did text me. So I was trying to remember if it happened while I was on TV pregame or if it happened during the game. And you're saying during the game. So, I think yeah. it was during the game. Yeah, because we didn't talk about it on pregame. No. We had no. And no, then, Luck was out on the field. He was Correct. there. And he walks into the tunnel. Correct. And there was, yeah, you could hear kind of blah, 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 blah. Everything that went down was really postgame. Because no, they but it brought came him out, in it came during, out during, during. Correct. But, but it, like he every, this, somebody got it somehow it got out. He had But this, it got out without him knowing it had gotten yeah, out. Correct. And then that's then Or having like, oh any intent of it getting out. Correct. And then that's when he had to go back in. They had to do the hurry up press conference awkward. Yeah. yeah. And by that point we were all just like, We need to leave. Really, get us out like, of here. We have been here yeah. for six days. <laughs> yeah, and we enough. practiced out at those that complex. Yes. That was 30, 30 It was plus. a solid 30. Yeah. Everybody just hopped in my SUV every day that I yeah. drove to Indy, and that's how we got Me there. Me, you, and back. Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, so the only time we've heard from Andrew Luck since was I think Seth Wickersham did a story the like one last year on ESPN yep. uh-huh. that is as long as War and Peace, yep. right? It's 3,000 words. Yep. Um, and – so it's this full thing about his life is basically going fishing with his kids and driving them to school, and he drives by the facility, lives in Indy, all this stuff. Well, John Keim, who we've had on, good Buckeye, um, he reported over the weekend that Washington last offseason, if, if I'm reading it correctly, reached out to someone with luck or his camp. Somebody like an acquaintance. Right, to luck. gauge his interest in playing football again, uh, to which today Ursay goes <laughs> – Anybody who's reaching out to Andrew Luck or an, associate. or an associate 
is a violation of tampering. Yep. Um, what did you make of all this? So I'm going to go back to this year's draft and that the charge of tampering mm-hmm. against the Arizona Cardinals That's right. for tampering with John Gannon while a member of the Eagles was settled between the two teams with the exchange of a draft pick. That's right. Yep. I'm guessing this story comes out. Jim Irsay says, I bet I could get us a third-round pick. <laughs> I'd like to have a pick. If I make a stink about this, apparently there's precedent now where teams can settle tampering grievances between themselves in exchange for draft compensation. So I'm going to bring as much attention to this as quickly as possible. Let's talk about this, and then let me get a pick for the 2024 NFL draft. That's what I think this is. And I, by the way, it's exactly what he should be doing. Yeah. Pretty savvy. Very savvy. For old Jim. And if it's true. As long as he doesn't tweet again, hey, maybe I'll use that pick on a quarterback. (laughs) If it's true, it's wild. Yeah. I do think you need to ascertain, was this actually an organizational directive of the commies? Or was this somebody just shooting the breeze with somebody that they had a relationship with? Yeah. Hey, do you think Andrew would ever want to play again? Right. Yeah. But if I'm Ursay, yeah, you're going to have to throw me a, a, a compensatory pick for this. Yeah. Do you do you think that the – you know, I think sometimes with athletes, like we want we want every bit of juice squeezed out of them, but we also want it on our terms. What I mean by that is like I think most people think Jordan went out hitting the shot over Byron Russell and, and think that that's the end of Michael Jordan when in fact – he played two years with Washington. So, like, we want them to play until they can't to our standard as fans, and then we want them to retire in our uniform. Like, that's the hope. And I think with Luck, it's just possible that he didn't love football anymore and was sick of it. He took because a pounding. He took a beating, pummeling. He used to run. They didn't protect him much. There's a clip going around of NFL films of him, like, congr- like being so nice, like congratulating – defenders on hits on him like he got smoked a lot in the open field and it obviously took its toll rehabs took its toll all of it he's like you know what i'm done he is still only 33 years of age oh yeah so he shut it down at 29 he'd be in his prime 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 and it's different you know there are people who are still barry sanders you know just kind of walked away from the game in his prime this was a different thing where he was, you know, in many ways forced up. People, I don't know if people remember, he was going, like, to Europe to get crazy blood. Oh, yeah. Platelet transfusion. So he plays 12, 13, 14, gets hurt in 15, plays seven games, comes back in 16, was very, very good, then misses all of 17. Yeah. Then plays all of 18, completes 67% of his passes, 4,600 yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 picks. And then walked away in 19. And then you mentioned the running 18. He toned it down. 18, he ran for 148 yards, no touchdowns. Early in his career, he was running for 350 and 4, 250 and 5, 341 and 2. I mean, he was running quite a bit. And then you go back to the uh, 
the sack numbers. He had a couple of years where he got sacked 40-plus times. Now, 2018, only sacked 18 times. Sack percentage was the best in the NFL. 2.7% of his dropbacks resulted in sacks. That was best in the league. His career, though, is 5%. The year before that, it was 7%. So it definitely took some hits. Incredible, incredible quarterback. I mean, 2014, 4,761 yards, 40 touchdowns, 16 picks. Jeez. His 2018 at age 29, led you to believe that the AFC would run through him for the next decade, that it would be him and somebody, him and Mahomes, him and somebody is how the AFC was going to look, yep. um, that that would be the case. And the crazy thing was is they had they had everything around it. By the time he quit, they actually had a pretty good offensive line. Yep. You know, he had a pretty decent team around him Yeah. Um, by the time he finally left. But, yeah, it's wild. I just think it's wild, too, that he, like, continues to live in Indy. That he never went back to West. Texas or Northern yeah. California. I mean, he went to school at Stanford. He grew up yep. in Texas. He was transient, though. I mean, his dad was all over luck. He had a bunch of different jobs in all sorts of arenas, most always in sports, but pretty transient upbringing. But still, like, it's just amazing to me that you drive by that facility. Maybe it's the only home that he had, that he's ever really known was Indy. It's hard to say. It's one of the great – It'll be end up being like one of the great what if things will be him. There will be a a thirty for thirty would be nice. Yeah, I mean if 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 it's interesting, but it, honestly, give me that. I guess that's my point. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe he's just like I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, I got my I got beat. Yep, consistently. Yeah, and I'm good. And I'm good. I knew I I came proved to myself I could come back. I could do it at a high yeah. level. And I'll go out on a good note. I don't want to rehab again. That's it. I'm out. So. Um, we mentioned uh, Football Morning in America. Peter King with his tiers of NFL teams. Mm. Or is this NFC? No, it's everybody. Everybody. It's, it's everybody. his uh, final off-season power rankings off season before power he rankings. goes into okay. vacation. All right, very good. All right, we'll hit those coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, Rocky Waste Recycling. The recycling leader in Cleveland, family-owned and operated, that knows how to take care of your waste responsibly, whether you're a resident or a business. Learn more visiting rumpke.com. Uh, time for a little thing or not a thing. And in, in this instance, we're going to take a look at Peter King's post-draft off-season power rankings. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, gentlemen. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thank you. So Peter King All right. today has three, seven categories right. for the 32 NFL teams. Seven? Yes. Okay. From can't find a weakness to they've got Super Bowl vibes to they're on the border. Okay. To if all goes right. All right. They've got holes to under construction to wait till 2025. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So instead of a little higher or lower, we'll go thing or not a thing. I like it. I love it. Thing or not a thing here. Uh, Number one. He only has one team down, 
for the top category, which is can't find a weakness. Okay. And that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Bo Bishop, I will ask you, thing or not a thing? Uh, I think it's um, – A I'm little different the right on the house. Yes. I, I think it's – I don't think – I think that there's a little overvaluing of Philly. I think from the standpoint of based on the fact that they're in the NFC. Like, if Philly were in the AFC, they would not be as unimpeachable. Um, they are in the NFC, so they have an easier path. I understand that. And I understand that what I just said is a little bit contradictory because it's very likely they'll play in the Super Bowl. Um, but I also don't think that they're a team that is without holes, can't find a weakness. Um, I don't know. I, I Now that we have a book on Jalen Hurts and that operation, yep. I'd like to see if he can stack a year throwing the football when teams know he's going to throw the football. Um I'm interested in that. They've got a ton of weapons, a ton. They've drafted really well. Their defense is stunning. But it does still come back to a little bit of, I mean, let's remember, Lamar Jackson was a unanimous MVP of this league, okay? Yeah. Unanimous MVP of this league. His year was better than Hertz's year last year. Lamar hasn't gotten back quite to that level. He's still been great. So can Hertz continue to evolve as a passer and get better based on what he's been? So I – to me, they're not – I don't think Philly should be in its own category. Not a thing. Zagura. I, th- I think when you look at their roster, what is the hole on their roster? Offensively, it's not at wide receiver. It's not at tight end. Now with DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny to go with Gainwell and Boston Scott, I don't think it's at running back. Hertz is great. Their offensive line's got Maliata, Lane Johnson, Kelsey. They drafted Landon Dickerson in the second round. Cam Jurgens, the guy they got last year in the second round. Now they're starters because they were mm-hmm. able to move on. So their line is elite. Offensively, they're without a flaw. They have the best defensive front in the league, and they're seven deep along the defensive line of seven, like, dudes. They've got Bradbury and Slay at corners. They got Nakobe Dean. They've got good linebackers. If you if there's a question, I guess the question is, who is you know they got Terrell Edmonds at strong safety. They lost Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Mm-hmm. So who's the free safety? You know, can they get somebody to play at a high level there? They drafted a third round safety as well this year. I mean, they do feel pretty loaded. I mean, I think they are the best and most complete roster in the NFL. So in that case, in that sense, I think that they have the best roster. Your point is, you know, is Jalen Hurts ready to be in a Super Bowl Can two years in a row? Can, Can he, he stack it together? And, and that's what we'll Can find he... out. But I think overall, though, I do think they have the best top-to-bottom roster in the NFL. And I don't know that it's particularly close. Onward we go to... They've got Super Bowl vibes. He's got four teams. We're going to talk about one. There's a lot more than four. Kansas City, two. Cincy, three. The 49ers, number four. And number five is Buffalo. He's got the 49ers at number four in that category. Zagura, thing or not a thing? Outside of quarterback, they're also amongst the most complete teams in the National Football League. Their defense, which was dominant, got better. Their skill group with Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey is elite. They've got a solid line. They've got one of the best play callers and designers in the NFL. They're really, really good. But 
can he pull off the magic again with a guy like Brock Purdy or with a Sam Darnold in this case or with Trey Lance? I just don't know the answer to that. So it's hard for me to take them more seriously than teams that have quarterbacks, but it, it feels like when they get a, just somebody to play the season for them at quarterback, even if it's a variety of people, mm -hmm. they go to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. I mean, they are yeah. pretty consistently good. Bishop. Yeah, I, I would – I think that San Francisco – again, I got to look at this through an NFC perspective. Um, the path is there for them. They've proven what they can do with quarterbacks who are less talented. Um, they will have Darnold, Purdy, Lance, one of those guys. It's funny. Like, I was reading something over the weekend from the Bay Area about how, like, there's a lot of, like, chatter around Darnold. That, like, People love his, his Well, didn't Kyle like His physical gifts are so much better than, obviously, than Purdy's and yes. others. Yes. And that – and Garoppolo's, and that if he can, if Kyle can get his hands on him and put him in the best position, he could be really see, good. I thought that was a good savvy pickup by them. Yeah, yeah. That there's there's actually a little bit more to that. So, um, I mean, to me, I would probably have him right in this vicinity. So I'm going to say that it's a thing that they are where they are. I think it's justified. Um, I, I I don't think they deserve to be better than Cincinnati and Kansas City, but I don't I don't have a problem with them where they are. I think it's appropriate. Prior to, to getting to the NFC Championship game last year, they had won 12 in a row, nine by double digits. Correct. It's not easy to win by double digits in the NFL. No. No. But it helps when you have a great defense. No doubt. They didn't give up a point in the second half for like a month. Yep. Uh, on to and his. They, oh, they added Javon Hargrave. Yeah. <laughs> they got better. His next category, they're on the border. And that would be five teams. Detroit. Baltimore, Miami, the Jets, Dallas. We'll start at number six All right. with the Detroit Lions, yeah, yeah. Bishop. It's too much. Um, yeah, it's we're not a thing. Them too it's, early. Yeah, it's too much. It's not a thing. They're not ready to go from – I mean, I think the loss to Swift is real. I know that they signed nice players, but they haven't – they had a nice – are those guys going to be astronomically better? Are Gibbs and Montgomery going to be astronomically better than Swift and Williams, which is 16.08, four and a half, and 22 touchdowns? And Swift led the league in yards per touch. I just think – it's too no, much to idiots. I think what's happening a little bit with NF, a lot of the NFL national writers is that they are trying to justify the NFC yeah. so that it's a more they're interesting thing, and totally. they're really overstating the NFC. Yeah. Um, Detroit should should be way back. Three of the top six way teams back. are not in the NFC. No, no. Not a thing. Neither are four of the top ten. Not a thing no. at all. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's got this one wrong. It's a real overvalue. Yeah. All right, Zagura, we'll go to you for the next one. And that would be the Dallas Cowboys at number 10 in this category. Thing or not a thing? I'm like you, Missouri, show me. The Cowboys every year, you can they have stars, they have names that you know, and then they just never get it done. They never get it done in the playoffs. I don't know what it is. They don't, They just. What was your stat you just had on deck? Wasn't it 29, 29 picks in his last 32 games? He has last 32 starts. Yeah. Yeah, no, I that's an over I think not a thing, that's an overvalue. All right. By the way, like I'm surprised him of all people. I feel like people are not giving the Jets enough juice. I agree. Yes, the Jets they they crowned him before he even got there. Right. But and now, now, now that there, he's there, they dropped him. Now they're it's uncrowning like, him. Wait a second. Like I keep saying, like to me that <laughs> this feels like Manning to the Broncos is what it feels like to me. Um I'm not saying it's as navigable because the AFC's tougher now than it was then, but sure. To me, it feels like that type of immediate impact. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I saw that 
the stat they would have if they scored 24 points in every game last year, they would have gone 14 and three. Right. And right. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to help them score. They were seven and four before they lost their last six. Yep. Last year. Yep. Yep. Next category for him, if all goes right. Number 11, the G-Men. Number 12, 13, Jacksonville. 14, Minnesota. 15, the Chargers. 16, the Pukers. Why are the Chargers at 15? And 17, the Cleveland Browns. And at 18, the Tennessee Titans. Okay, we'll this start is, with the Browns first at number 17. This makes me – and I love Peter King. He is the most influential writer of my life in football. I love him. Um, this group of teams is the most not a thing – Group. It makes me question his if he's a thing. Come on, Pete. What are we doing? Getting ready you for year forty. Have Tennessee in Even the same in there. league as us and the charge. The Chargers are way Jacksonville, I mean, Seattle, Jacksonville, the Seattle. Like it's just not right at all. So I, I really don't understand uh, the thinking here at all in this entire group of teams. And he says feels like. And his comment on them is that it feels like the Titans are a slow start from Will Levis playing by November first and selling Derrick Henry by the trade well, deadline. Well, so yeah, that's not all things go right. Team. Nothing. There isn't. That would be wrong. They, they've then already that would mean had they have holes. They've right. already had everything go right. Yes. And it didn't and it's work. not good enough. It's not good enough. No. No. Um, I do think of there's only in this group. There's only one team that has a ceiling like ours, and it's the Chargers. By the way, but that's yes, and I would add another team that he's got a 23rd. Denver should be in the if it all goes right. If Sean Payton makes Russell Wilson look yeah. like Russell Wilson again, everything else they check. They've got the box. it all. He's got them at 23rd. He's got New Orleans behind Atlanta, behind Atlanta, behind Green Bay with Jordan, behind New England. Weird. Atlanta might be worthy of 22 if they had a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. an interesting that's interesting what he did here. This makes yeah. me feel like this whole list is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so And again, I love him. Yeah. He's my all time favorite. So did we, you, you see his comment on Atlanta too? Yeah. Imagine trying to defend Cordero Patterson and John New Smith, big man receiver Drake London. He doesn't even mention Kyle Pitts. An elusive Bijan Robinson in the slot with thousand yard rusher Tyler Algier as a sledgehammer alternative. Okay, but can you throw it? Yeah, I think I'll be just fine. I'll put 10 in the box and say we dare you. Go ahead. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, go ahead and beat us. And maybe he does. Uh, so there's only one team in wait till 2025 20, Arizona, but the second to last tier is under construction. Give me your best team out of this group. Carolina, Indy, Washington, Rams, Rams. Bears, Houston, it's Tampa the Rams. Bay. It's the Rams. Right now they still have those people. Like they should be more like if all goes right. They still have Stafford. They still have Cup. They still have Donald. Yeah, they maybe you put them in. They've got holes. But I think they're in a bad division. Like they're better than New England. Would you say they I got more like power? At, yes, our power they're than New at best the third team in their division, though. Uh, I could see them close to Seattle. I could see them being right there with Seattle. If, if Gino, if it all goes well, that yeah. was one of his categories. By the way, I also think Tampa, if it all goes well, that's still. Quarterback issues aside, which yeah. they may have, or maybe Baker, you know, with Bruce Arians, it all works out, or Kyle Trapp, whatever. But that's still a team that's got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin on offense, a bunch of good offensive linemen, Vita Vea on defense, Devin White at the second level, Jamel Dean at corner, Antoine yeah. Winfield at safety. Like, they still have real dudes they do. on that team. You guys, In a division that's not great. Yeah, and I think they have two quarter, corners. I'm forgetting the name of the other one. Carlton right. Davis, maybe? Would you guys have, have any idea? I'm sure you guys would, but how much better Lamar was his MVP year than 
Jalen Hurts was last year. Oh, yeah. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar threw, for 30, for 66% of his passes. 3,200 yards, 36 touchdowns, six picks. I was going to say, I had the six picks okay. in my brain. Okay. Yeah. Can I interest you in the fact that he also ran for 1,200 yards? Yes. At seven yards a clip? Yep, you're correct. He lapped Hurts that year. And I don't remember anybody coming out of that going, and I and that, with not the roster that Hurts had. Correct. Correct. Not the roster. Correct. Just I like him. It's just a lot. So much more to come. Play the Bronze Daily 850 ESPN. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, so we have rookies here Friday. Is that our schedule for the week? That's right. Friday, Friday camp. Saturday, yeah, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Phase two is all week long, and then rookie mini camp, and then I'm pretty sure we're going to get into OTAs. Pretty soon thereafter, and then the mandatory mini camp will be Two that weeks first, of OTAs? first week of June. Yeah, we're this we're cutting it short this period, so because we have the extra week that comes back in training camp. By the way, happy birthday to Coach! I don't know if we did we say that. Did we get that in there at all? No, that's no. good job to you. Yeah, yeah, happy good birthday job. to Coach Stefanski. Happy, happy birthday right. to Coach Stefanski as well. Hope he has a nice pie at his favorite pizzeria. There you go. All right, very good. No names. Um, we are back tomorrow. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.